0: For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and who have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves." And we urge you, brothers and sisters, to admonish the idlers, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of the God and Christ Jesus for you. The word of the Lord.
1: Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Richard Monk, and I am honored to be giving the first of uh, three senior sermons today during Youth Sunday. I'm currently a senior at Indian Springs School, and I plan to attend Washington and Lee University in the fall. Uh, standing up here feels pretty odd. This was usually the part of the service where I would fall asleep as a child, uh, as I had to listen to minutes and minutes along. But uh, bear with me here, and. I also don't feel very qualified being up here today, but I hope through speaking about my journey with Christianity and how it applies to the scripture we have just heard, um, that you may find something that may be beneficial. Uh, My journey through Christianity has been rocky, as I believe it is with a lot of people. Uh, My family has always been pretty good about going to church, um, but really for the first 13, 14 years of my life, I viewed church, I viewed going to church as an obligation I'd have to get up early, uh, get dressed up, go listen to old people speak, uh, write the write on the yellow the yellow envelopes in the pews what was for Sunday lunch, to ask my mom, and also uh, recite some passages. Um, and really, throughout this time, Christianity was more of a routine, and I never really asked myself how Christianity applied to my life. I spent my elementary school at Crestline, and I went to. Mountain Brook Junior High for a year before deciding to uh, transfer to Indian Springs School. Uh, as a Christian, this meant that I was now surrounded at school by a lot lower proportion of Christians than I was used to. Um, this put me in a position to have to, when the topic of religion came up, to have to um, often be outnumbered and explain my beliefs. And as a somewhat introverted person, uh, a lot of these debates were hard. But I'm also quite competitive. Just ask my parents who've watched me. Uh, play numerous tennis matches and watch way too many Auburn sports games. But a lot of these uh, conversations as an 8th, ninth, even 10th grader were often uh, not productive and just not very, uh, I I wasn't able to get my message across. Um, But these conversations did allow me to start questioning the role of Christianity in my life and the role of myself in Christianity. In 10th grade, I started coming to youth group more as the number of people um, coming to youth group events started growing after COVID with an initiative from JD and the amazing Kami Coulter. Um, I started to find the place where I could act as Paul wrote in um, First Thessalonians. It was a place where I could come and enjoy fellowship with my fellow youth members and live in peace and rejoice God with them. But this didn't really solve any of my problems when it came to Christianity at school. It made me realize that scripture is easy to apply to comfortable situations, such as being in church, uh, surrounded by Christians who already uh, believe in God. But um, at school, obviously, being outnumbered, this was um, far from the case. But my competitive nature wanted to find a way to apply the scripture to um, my life at school. Um, As I started to adhere to the scripture in the Bible and define myself as Christianity, to find myself in Christianity as I had been learning at youth group I started to heed the Paul's word Paul's words and I realized that God loves everyone and that the scripture i had read for every Sunday for the past uh, 14 15 years of my life meant that I should be enacting that towards everyone I should love everyone and that my and that God loves everyone as well and soon enough through patience through love through respect I started being able to have important conversations with people at school that were productive and I was able to teach them about Christianity and also I was able to expand my perspective and their respective beliefs as well, uh, which is just really simple human nature. Adhering to the words as we've read today in First uh, Thessalonians and Second Philippians will allow you to be listened to. As a child, I always thought the purpose of Christianity was to get to heaven. And over the past few years I've realized, for me personally, Christianity is more about the journey and not the destination. My journey was personally jump-started by trying to um, heed to Paul's words after coming to youth group so many Sundays, and the words that Paul discusses in 1 Thessalonians and 2 Philippians, but I also uh, admittedly have a long way to go in heeding to the scripture that uh, we've read earlier. Uh, But trying my best to heed to Paul's words, I have found more joy personally in Christianity And I've also been able to start to talk about Christianity with people that may not uh, be informed or believe in Christianity as a whole. I'd like to end off my uh, words with a challenge for everyone, which is a bit odd coming from an 18-year-old high school student, but bear with me. Next time you find yourself in a difficult conversation, whether it be about faith, politics, sports, or any other uh, sort of controversial topic between the person you're talking with, Try to choose kindness and adhere to Paul's words and approach the conversation with patience, love, and respect as much as you possibly can. And then we can start to talk about uh, spreading Christian gospel. Amen.
0: Wow. There's a lot more of you at the 11, than it was earlier <laughs> um, but hello i'm charlotte walthall and i attend mountain brook high school as a senior obviously but um as a very shy middle schooler coming to a youth group with my extroverted big brother was probably the scariest thing he could ask of me many sundays i would say no to his protests and watch him drive away What I didn't realize as a tiny seventh grader was the impact that this very church and youth would have on me. I remember the quiet, almost silent small groups, the awkward couple handful of people on Zoom calls, the times I started to come by myself. I remember the intimate and meaningful conversations that we've shared over the years as these youth here today and many before them were once started as my acquaintances, then friends, and then as my fellow followers of Christ that I call my family. There's no way I can imagine leaving them in just a few short months as I blow out my candle for the last time at the Montreal Youth Conference this summer. In these moments, I think of how this came to be, the ability to have such strong connections with people that come from all different schools, grades, backgrounds, and even states. The similarity that we all shared was that we were all involved in our church and in our faith paul says in philippians let each of you look not to your own interests but to the interests of others let the same mind be in you that was in jesus christ jesus how i came to know so many kind-hearted and wonderful souls was through the faith embodying the ideals of christ jesus like this passage says and lending to others is what has allowed these relationships to have powerful connection and community in them. In these texts, he's calling us to be in a relationship and connect with one another. As he says, lift each other up. And my connection has not just been to other youth, though. I've been have a wonderful time connecting with the rest of the con- congregation as I've served as a youth elder, part of the youth grant team, and through being an acolyte through my time here as a youth. When I was younger, I said I didn't come very frequently, but as I started to, I realized that these people, they weren't that bad. Um, We shared many moments of laughter, but we also had the privilege of having the more meaningful conversations that try to figure out what the scripture meant, and being able to ask those questions that as we were trying to figure out ourselves, but as well as through the weird years of middle school, high school, and now beyond high school. Having my youth church family has allowed me my faith to grow exponentially. It has given me the space to have meaningful conversations and to grow my faith. I've loved my time here and in in Thessalonians, Paul says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just in fact you are doing. I believe that Jesus wanted us to lift each other up and be in community with another so that we may in better be betterment of each other as humans I think we all know from the past few years that we need that connection through zoom calls or driving by yard parties um, I think that is what makes us such a strong connection in bringing us in community with another. I think there's nothing more powerful than having the connection of faith that sustains us and keeps us moving forward. Thank you, amen.
2: Good morning. My name is Ryan Scholl and I'm a senior at Spain Park High School. If you had told me six years ago that I would be up here giving a sermon today, I would never believe you. If someone had tried to broach the subject even just six months ago, I probably wouldn't take them too seriously. But the time came and here I am. In all honesty, I've spent the past six years terrified of this moment. Despite what my numerous extracurriculars that all revolve around public speaking would suggest, I actually hate it. (laughs) But as the time came closer and closer, the decision became easier. No less terrifying, but easier. Because I knew when I got up here, I wouldn't actually be alone. Our youth group has been on a wild ride the past few years. We've had six youth directors in as many years. COVID shut the world down, we shrank, We grew and we changed in every way possible. Yet through it all, one thing remained constant, our connection with God and with each other. Despite our interesting journey in finding and keeping a youth director, if anyone walked in the youth rooms or the garage on any given Sunday, they'd be met with a bright orange room full of laughter and friendship. You'd see a bunch of kids spread out on couches, spending the majority of the time meant to be doing Bible study, talking about our highs and lows, and laughing about how awful or amazing our weeks have been. Things haven't always been easy by any means, but through it all, we've been together. Despite having a new youth director every year, we've always showed up to every event ready to learn about God and Jesus and cause at least a little chaos. Even during COVID, when the world shut down, we continued with chaotic Zoom activities and quickly derailed discussions of the Bible as if nothing had changed. Throughout Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, he emphasizes many times the importance of community when following Jesus's teachings. Paul emphasizes time and time again how the connections we have with each other are just as important as the ones we have with God and Jesus because our relationships with each other strengthen the ones we have with them. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. If our group is good at one thing, it's always building each other up in our everyday lives and in our relationship with God. Most of us have been together our entire lives, spending time in the nursery and day school together when we were just babies and continuing through Sunday school classes our parents taught that we did not pay attention to, all the way to now, when Grace and Cammy run Sunday school, and we continue to not pay attention. We grew up together. Starting when we were five, we've spent a week of every summer at the Fresh Air Farm for Bible times. And while that week was spent learning about the Bible, it was also spent learning about and growing with each other. Those days at the Fresh Air Farm began a bond that only strengthened from there. Another thing we do every year is spend Martin Luther King Weekend in Gatlinburg. It's always an interesting weekend, to say the least, but it does an amazing job at doing exactly what it's supposed to. It brings us closer together, and in doing so, it brings us closer to God. One of the things we talked about this year was the idea of koinonia. Koinonia is the Greek word that means doing life together. It's how the early churches existed, and in part, it's how we still exist today. The idea of koinonia is something that I keep going back to because I think it fits our group really well. In five months, we'll all go our separate ways, off on our own adventures and living our own lives. But despite the lack of the physical connection that we have now, we'll still be doing it together because of the bond we've created here. It will continue to guide us and bring us back together no matter where we are. In his letters to the Philippians, Paul talks about the importance of building each other up and building a relationship with God together. Philippians 2, verses 4 through 5 state, Let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Throughout the gospel, we are told time and time again of all the good Jesus did by building community with others. Jesus didn't care who someone was. He loved everyone. He built people up that the world tore down. He healed the sick and the hurt. He fed the hungry. He guided the lost. He died and saved us despite our sins. Jesus's love for everyone, Jesus Jesus loved everyone no matter who they were or what the world said about them. Jesus' love for everyone is what we're taught to live by, and it's our job to continue the community he began. A community full of unwavering love and support for everyone no matter who they are if nothing else can be said about our youth group i know we have done just that we have continued to live by the example set by jesus it helps that we've been lucky enough to have some pretty awesome people that lead by example too i honestly don't know where we'd be without cami grace and susan while the connection with our youth group the connection our youth group shares might have started long before we knew them They've only grown and deepened that bond. They teach us to love the way Jesus did, and they encourage us every day to love that way too. To love thy neighbor as thyself, and to love each other and others no matter what, and build the same community he did. Our group has been through a lot together, but everything we went through, we went through together. The community we created here, before we even knew what the word community meant, has brought us through the good, the bad, and everything in between. We've grown and we've changed, but we've done it together, and that has always been the most important part. Jesus created a community built on love and connection. It's our job to continue the community and find the strength within our community. Our youth group has continued to foster that community, and in that community, And in that community Jesus created for us, we've grown our connection with God through him and through each other. We've been through a lot, but we've done it together, and together is how we'll continue to do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen.